This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We would be honored if you would join us. Hey everyone and welcome back to Darth Vader issue number 9. Now, if you haven't caught up with the previous issues 1 through 8, please do so in my playlist Vader Canon Comics. They're all in order for you and I'll even link them down below in the description. So, starting off from the last episode, let's jump right into it. Into the Fire Part 4: The Assassin Returns. Luke Skywalker refused Darth Vader's call to the dark side of the Force. Enraged, Vader tore through the galaxy on a quest for revenge against everyone who hid Luke from him. The Emperor brutally punished Vader for his actions, stranding him on Mustafar. Vader rebuilt his body, battled the assassin Ochi and his droid mercenaries, and survived the Eye of the Webbish Bog. But now, Ochi returns with an army of droids set on bringing the Dark Lord down for good. So first of all, before we begin this comic, I want to say that I read through it, and I'll give you my take, my full take at the very end of it, but essentially we're going to be going through a few things that have been established, well established, in Legends. And what I mean by that is, well, you'll see, and then we'll get to it, but I just want you to have your ideas primed for what is about to come for when we get to it. So at this point, Vader is being attacked by the droids and Archie. It's a full-on bounty hunter, assassin-style run where they're just trying to kill Vader and he's running away, he's dodging. Remember, at this point, he doesn't have his lightsaber. Archie has it and he's using parts. So, for example, he's got a super battle droid's arm. The leg is not supposed to be on him. It's just he's very lopsided and he's not having a good time. So at this point, he grabs a shiv and he uses it to throw it into the head of the droid with the force. Summoning it back to himself, he goes up to another one, slices the head off and keeps on running. Vader is the ultimate assassin, even amongst a group of elite assassins, ones that the Emperor has chosen himself. Now you should keep in mind that the Emperor pretty much just does these things to toy with Vader and to give him as much of a hard time as he can to really train Vader, to put him in the most terrible circumstances ever and see how strong Vader is. And the reason he's doing this is because of his failure with Obi-Wan, how he didn't survive. And he's sort of punishing him, but also retraining him to learn how to use the Force, his pain, 
contain his anger and to learn how to use this mechanical body. As the droids start to analyze him a little bit as he hides in the shadows, which gives me a reminder to episode 6 when Luke was hiding because he didn't want to attack his father, Vader is hiding to just prime himself for the right moment to attack. The droids are essentially trying to play with his mind. They say that someone saw value in him. How Sidious resurrected Anakin from near death. And we get some shots of Revenge of the Sith when Anakin is on the table being reconstructed. Someone devoted every resource to ensuring that your weak flesh would endure. They taunt him. They say you can't hold out much longer. We get the scene from Rogue One where the guards are protecting Vader, which was exactly when Vignet came in and told Lord Vader that Krennic is waiting for him. I don't know if this is that exact scene, but it's the same setting. The droids toy with him and tell him that his flesh has failed. Basically that he's a obsolete machine, essentially. They say that he wanted their parts, but they are going to be taking his. And it's at this point that we realize the real mandate of the droids. They were hired or they were brought in by Ochi. Ochi promised them that he would be able to get Vader's parts, which are state of the art. You know, the best cybernetic parts that are around today. And they would be able to implant them in themselves and upgrade themselves. So once this droid, who seems to be the leader of his crew, takes a piece off of Vader's leg, he looks at it after getting punched out and says, this is trash. He goes up to Ochi, pretty disgruntled, and says, This is just an obsolete pneumatic piston plate from a substandard model that's been deprecated for 30 years. And essentially, we learn that all of these parts that Vader has on him are really old and outdated parts, and it just doesn't really make any sense. So, this is where I'm going to cut, and I'm going to explain to you guys the backstory behind this. It is super cool, and we've seen it so much in Legends. So essentially, Palpatine never gave Vader the best cybernetics of that time. He gave him really outdated stuff. I'm talking stuff that predated Grievous. If Vader had Grievous's parts, he would have been, oh my god, so much more powerful. I mean, Vader was constantly in pain. From the noise of his respirator, to the flashing lights of his chest box that didn't allow him to sleep, to the pins and needles that were by the thousands of his suit and his helmet going into his head and attaching to his central nervous system, to the cords and things going down his throat and then into his lungs, to the really uncomfortable prosthetic limbs that constantly gnawed at his skin and at his flesh, to the fact that his flesh itself was constantly dying and needed to be scrubbed every time he came out of the suit for suit maintenance and body maintenance because there was necrotic flesh that the droids would have to come and service him and just get all the dead flesh off because he was so burnt. The guy never ate. He had all of the fluids and vitamins sent to his body through intravenous by his suit. And he also went to the bathroom in his own suit. So he was in an immense amount of discomfort and pain all the time. Not to mention his own psyche and the things that he had done to his wife and to his best friend and to the Jedi Order. Everything was working against him. But Sidious did this for a purpose. He wanted Vader to feel all of this pain because that is the way of the Sith. The Sith gained strength and power through their pain. And through their power, they gain victory. Through their victory, they break their chains and the force frees them. So Vader, while being obsolete and in a lot of pain and actually not being able to use his body and cybernetics to the best of their ability, I mean, he couldn't even raise his arms over his head. This is Anakin Skywalker, one of the most talented duelists in the Jedi Academy for his age. And he had to relearn how to use a lightsaber and how to use his body all over again. This is partially also why his lightsaber hilt is so much bigger and thicker now to to match his cybernetic hands. Anyways, back to the story. So the droid is about to beat the crap out of Ochi for saying that, hey, you know, we came here for state-of-the-art parts. What the heck is this crap? These are all outdated. This guy is just a crap junkyard. He's not even worth our time, and I've already lost some of my droids and teammates. He's about to get pulverized, and Vader pulls him through the wall, 
when he punches Ochi to the floor, grabs his lightsaber, and goes to work on the remaining droids. Deflecting, slashing, hacking, doing business as usual. Vader dices up all the droids very easily and discards of them. Sheathing his lightsaber, he walks over to his old Jedi starfighter that's on the planet. Vader walks in the starfighter, punches Ochi out again as he sees that he's about to shoot at him, and asks him for details on how to open the Wayfinder and get the information. I took this from the eye. I know it leads to the Emperor's secrets. Tell me how it works. Ah, right. You're keeping me alive to help you with the Wayfinder. Good plan. Good plan. The Emperor's favorite assassin would know a thing or two about the Emperor's secret arcana, wouldn't he? Let's see. Ah, there it is. Nav coordinates hidden in the glyphs. May I? Alright, there you go. All logged in. Vader grabs Ochi by the throat and throws him into a transport pod. W what are you doing? If you're setting up a trap, you'll be the first to die. Vader threatens to kill him by igniting his lightsaber and Ochi yields. He says, alright, I'm not gonna play around. I'll show you everything. He tells him to plug it into his nav system and that it'll show him the way. To Exegol. Exegol? Vader shuts the door on Ochi, plugs the Wayfinder into his nav, and sets a course. Lifting up, he grabs Ochi in the transport pod, attaches it to his ship, leaves Mustafar, and attaches himself to a hyperdrive dock. Which, mind you, that transport pod is not meant for this thing. A lot of things could go wrong, and that's what Ochi is freaking out about. Vader, this pod's not made for that. The cabin could crack, or the clamp could break, or... I... I can't help you if you kill me. As they jump to hyperspace, they arrive just at the destination that Kylo Ren arrived at in episode 9 when he was heading to Exegol from Mustafar. Essentially, it's the same sort of thing, but only this time we see a giant cyclops octopus squid looking thing with teeth as he replies to Ochi and tells him that nothing will get in his way from finding the Emperor's secrets to be continued in issue number 10, Into the Fire Part 5, which you can find later this week. Well guys, please hit like if you enjoyed this. My thoughts on this comic was that for some of the new readers, it helped them understand that a lot of Vader's parts are really obsolete, but it didn't really go into the details as to why, and maybe that's something that we'll learn later on when Vader goes back to Palpatine. But if you do want to know why, it is in tons of the Legends comics and novels by Dark Horse, as well as the novel The Rise and Fall of Darth Vader, where you can learn a ton about Vader's pains when it came to his suit in and out of it. And as for the rest of it, him going to Exegol, well, you guys know my thoughts on that. I don't like the fact that it's being connected now to Episode 9, but it is what it is, and I'm going to continue covering these comics, because first of all, they're fun, and second of all, I know you guys love them. So, that being said, I will see you in the next comic issue, Into the Fire, Part 5. Love you guys, thanks for watching this one, and I will see you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always.